Well, let's turn around a little bit. Let's talk about the Pirates for a second because my favorite sport is baseball. And baseball season's right around the corner. First spring training game scheduled for Saturday to the 25th. That's the end of this week. First game for the Pirates in spring training against the Toronto Blue Jays of the AL East. That's exciting. A lot of questions ahead for the Pirates as well. This year is going to be a curious one for the Pittsburgh Pirates. There are some pessimists out there. There are some frustrated, disgruntled Pirate fans out there. I understand it. I've been one myself. Um, there's just something about this team right now, though, that uh, that makes me a little bit more optimistic that they could at least make something happen, like branching out toward the 80-win margin. And I'd just like to cite, too, uh, 10 years ago now is, is when the Pirates broke that 20-season losing record streak, made the playoffs, and nobody really expected that. You know, they made some big moves. They signed Russell Martin. They signed Francisco Liriano, and the team took off. Made the playoffs, won over 90 games. I remember that year those Sports Illustrated predicted that the Washington Nationals were going to win the World Series that year because they had a, a bounce back. Steven Strasburg, Bryce Harper was blossoming into a superstar. And then I just remember, because the Pirates, you know, they had a foundation, but nobody expected, it seemed like nobody expected the Pirates to be a legitimate playoff candidate. And do you know which team in 2013 eliminated the Washington Nationals from playoff contention, the predicted World Series champion? That was the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates knocked out the Nationals. So this just seems like a season for me where they're signing veterans now that might be able to make an impact. Talents coming up and blossoming. Jack Sawinski was a great addition to the team late last year. Uh, the Pirates have traded some players that they have been promoting to be part of the future, like uh, Diego Castillo, uh, Hoy Park. Just, you know, some questionable decisions for me. But again, you know, they've also added some players to the team, some veterans, a Carlos Santana, a maybe past his prime by a lot, Rich Hill. You know, who knows how he could do, who knows what the Pirates saw on him, but you're getting some established names now out of this team. And, of course, the biggest established name, Andrew McCutcheon. O'Neill Cruz is blossoming. Brian Reynolds, even though can't come to terms with a new deal and wants to get traded allegedly, still on the team, still promising to give 100%. Does Brian Reynolds get traded by the deadline? I'd say so. Can he and the Pirates come to terms? I don't know if they can. I, I just hate where baseball is with the market right now that, you know, even if, you know, Brian Reynolds, you know, if he even he got his $100 million contract, he'd still be the 17th high, the highest paid outfitter in Major League Baseball, which, by the market size, is fair to him. But, man, that's a lot of money. And that's just what keeps happening here. We're going up and up and up in player salaries and player contracts. And, I mean, look at uh, look at Manny Machado's situation. Signed a 10-year $300 million contract, had an opt-out clause at the end of this season, and he seems to want to take it because he says the market's changed. There's more money to be made. The man right now has the second highest free agent contract in the history of Major League Baseball. That, to me, is crazy. It's nuts. But it also begs the question, too. Adam Crowley talked about this on Thursday, and it, it got my got the gears in my head turning a little bit because apparently O'Neill Cruz is a player of interest to get an extension from the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
And I don't know if they, they should do that at this point. They Crowley says to do it because other teams have done it and because you know you can maximize his prime years by giving him an extension. But what do you do after that? I mean, what do you do after that with O'Neill Cruz? I mean, I hate these albatross large contracts that these players are signing because they do hurt teams in the future. I mean, think about how terrible Jason Hayward was, and although he gave an inspiring speech allegedly in the World Series to help the Cubs win in 2016, what did he do after that? Next to nothing. Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays got an extension. Hasn't done much with the Rays so far. Luis Robert of the Chicago White Sox didn't play a major league game and got a $50 million extension. For what? I mean, and and what have the White Sox done so far? They've, they've had some early playoff exits, and they've struggled as a franchise recently. So... You know, I, I don't believe in these big contracts, and I don't have time to, to delve into this further, but um, I'm just not a big fan of the big contracts. I don't think the Pirates should just extend O'Neill Cruz just because he has what we think is a high ceiling because the, the Pirates just haven't seemed to have luck in that department in recent years, and no team, not many teams, have had luck signing players to early extensions.